You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 250. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, my friend. How are you doing today? I am in beautiful... Miami Beach. I am staying at the Fontainebleau Hotel and it is stunning. I'm so enjoying myself. I am showing some images on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at dina.cataldo if you want to see some of these stunning images. But it is so lovely here. And I gave myself a couple extra days. I'm here for work, but I'm here um, also to just take some time off and to hang out and to kind of reset. And I noticed that every time I travel, I have a reset moment on the very first day. Um, you know, even after, you know, a, a day of travel where there might be frustrations or expectations that you might have, it is the next day, the next morning for me where I feel like, yes, it all comes together. <laughs> and I just recognize that that reset moment is so important. And I try to do it every single morning, even when I'm not traveling, where I have that reset moment and it feels amazing. But there are certain experiences you just can't have at home. Like I had, um, I had a cup of coffee and the best croissant I've ever had, even outside of Paris. <laughs> and, uh, I was on my balcony and this white pigeon flew up and I had a moment and I got a chance to really feel connected to the ocean and to the sun and really take that all in. And when we don't do that on a regular basis, whether it's a couple times a year, whether it's every single morning with your cup of coffee or with your journal, we really cannot perform at our best. We really cannot connect with ourselves in a way that is going to help us become the problem solvers we want to be in our lives. And that's what this episode is all about, is learning how to problem solve at a higher level. But we can't do that when we're in worry. We can't do that when our brain is focused on comparison or uh, in a mode where we think we're being productive. It feels very productive when we're ruminating and when we, we're thinking about our task list, but it is not going to get us the result that we want. So let's talk about this. All right. Thinking versus worrying. One of the best things that we can do for ourselves to live a better life and achieve our goals. And I'm all about goals. You hear me talk about that a lot in this podcast because without goals, we don't grow. When we don't grow, we stagnate. When we stagnate, we die a little bit. That's that's 100% what I believe. If we are not growing, we are not living into our potential as human beings. And what I want with this podcast is to help you evolve yourself in a way that you are growing, that you are living into your potential and doing it in a way that feels really good, feels really fulfilling, and sometimes is scary. 
right? Feeling really good doesn't eliminate fear. It does. It, it defines it for us, right? If we didn't feel fear or worry, we wouldn't have those moments, those, the other side of the coin where we feel amazing, where we get to enjoy that um, that cre- thing that we've created in our life. And that's really what I'm getting at here. This isn't about eliminating worry from our lives because we do feel worry. Like that is something that our brain is always going to come up with, but we wouldn't be able to enjoy the problem solving and the achievement of goals if we didn't have the worry side of the coin. But most of us don't understand the difference between thinking and worry. And we need to get out of worry more because we're spending 90% of our lives in worry and only 10% of our lives in problem solving mode. So we want to shift that. We want it to be, if, if not more equal, we want you more in problem solving mode. Okay. So I think most people, most lawyers believe that they are thinking strategically or maybe not even thinking strategically. They think they are thinking productively when they are really worrying. So I'm dedicating this episode to giving you the awareness that you need and a few suggestions to regain your authority over your brain and redirect it so you can problem solve more of the time. Before I go any further, I want to invite you to a strategy session with me. The work I do with my clients is changing their brain's habit of worrying to strategizing, whether it has to do with their calendar, their law practice, how they approach conversations with clients, opposing counsel, employees. It all comes down to learning how to move out of worry so they can problem solve quickly and take action. Action is what gets us the results that we want in life, but our results depend on whether we are worrying or we're thinking strategically. And we can't make more time. We can't have difficult conversations. We can't create a better business for ourselves if we're focusing on worrying about how we don't have enough time or what other people are thinking or whether or not we're going to hit our revenue goals. We can't do that if we're worried that we're not making the quote unquote right decision. We need to learn the skill of addressing the habit our brain has of worrying and quickly flipping it on its head so we can think clearly. And when my clients learn this skill, their life exponentially improves. They stop ruminating so much on what they want to take action on, and instead they do it. They free their minds and their energy up to use the genius that we all have, right? Like that they have to think about what they want and how to get it. You can book a strategy session with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. Life becomes a lot easier when you move out of worry and into problem solving. You feel much more in control of your life because you are more in control. And I know that, you know, we when you really think about the concept of control, it's, it's an illusion, right? Control is an illusion, but we have so much more power than we think that we have. And you really do gain more authority over your life when you are making clear decisions. Instead of feeling stuck, you are 
more easily going to create the life that you want. So book a call with me and we will talk about what is happening in your life right now and what you want your next step to be. So there's a few definitions I want to break down before we really dig in here. First, when I say thinking, the word thinking in this context, it's problem solving. Everything that goes on in our heads is thinking, right? Our brain has about 60,000 thoughts a day, but the thinking that we do either helps us solve problems or it doesn't. (laughs) And And when I talk about thinking in this context, it is the kind that helps us solve problems where we feel calm and focused. We feel curious and ask ourselves helpful questions that give us helpful answers. Worrying is an entirely different kind of thinking. So I'm actually going to be talking about uh, worry throughout this episode as worry. Like, so the kinds of thinking that's unhelpful is worrying. So worrying is akin to ruminating, um, stressing out about something, um, really overthinking. Worry can feel useful. After all, when you're sitting up late at night thinking about your task list for tomorrow, your brain can tell you, you know what, I should be doing this because I need to be thinking about work. I need I need to be thinking about it. I need to make sure I don't miss anything. But it is not going to actually help you get anything done. I don't know if you've noticed this. Sometimes you remember something you need to do, but you could have done that already if you were in a more problem-solving mode. You could have remembered like like with the busy lawyers guide, you can get the busy lawyers guide at dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. So I talk all about time management there, but really that time management guide is all about helping you break this worry habit. So you're not ruminating because if you were in a problem solving mode, you would have already figured all of that out and you would be able to easily redirect your mind at night and say, okay, well, I've already planned my week. I've thought about everything that I needed to get done. It is done. Time to go to sleep, right? Taking authority over your brain. But when we're worrying and we're sitting up, you know, worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen in court, we are not problem solving. I used to do this, right? I used to think, well, if I think about all the worst case scenarios right now, right? Because that's what we're taught as lawyers. Let's think about all the worst case scenarios. If I think about all of them right now, then they won't happen. The problem with that is, is that you start focusing on what you're worrying about and you make it, um, it feels oppressive. You start freezing and you do start missing things. So I want you to really take this to heart because this could change everything for you. And this is at the heart of so much that lawyer brains do is they worry and they're not getting into strategic thinking. So let let me give you another example. So you might wake up in the morning and worry about everything that you need to do that day. And it seems like it could be helpful to think about it that way, but it doesn't feel good. Instead, you just want to roll up under the covers. You want to keep hitting snooze. You just, you feel paralyzed. And it is the opposite of problem solving. We just can't cannot access our brain's highest levels when we are there. But it feels really difficult to get out of it. So that's the point of this episode is I really want to help you get out of it. The worry becomes a habit and the worry is fueled by fear. So what we want to do, and that's what we're going to get at in this episode, is recognize when you're worrying, address it, 
and shift out of it so you can take the next step that's going to get you the result that you want. So step one is just recognize when you're worrying. So probably the easiest way to recognize when you're worrying is by how it feels. I used to worry chronically, so I am very familiar with this feeling. You may feel frozen. Um, If you were to think about it, you might feel in your face like you have this deer in the headlights expression. My throat constricts. I literally stop breathing. I can feel myself holding my breath. My shoulders tense up and I feel like I want to roll up in a ball and hide under the covers. Can you relate at all? (laughs) So you can feel this in bed when you sit at your desk, when you're sitting on the couch watching TV. It can happen anywhere because we take our brain everywhere we go. So until we learn to manage it, it's just going to keep happening. You may be asking, why does it happen? Well, it is created from fear. That fear is created by the thought, right, which I'm calling worry in this episode to distinguish it from productive thinking. So you could be worrying about what your client is going to think if you don't have a document done by a certain date. You could be worrying that you don't have enough time. You could be worrying that you aren't going to have time to get everything that you want to get done this week or that you're not going to hit your revenue goal this month. But worrying is not going to solve for the thing that you're worrying about. Only strategic thinking can. But when we get wrapped up in worrying, we can't access that part of the brain. Our brain is focused on all the things it wants, it doesn't want to happen. Remember, our thoughts create our results. And if we're focused on thinking slash worrying about the result we do not want, we are more likely to create the result that we don't want. And I say more likely because you are probably used to pushing yourself through the worry to work and get things done. But it just takes a lot longer, feels like you're working a lot harder. And that's the nature of when you get into the legal profession, they tell you that's normal. (laughs) They, They tell you that's the only way to do it. They tell you to work harder and you'll be more successful. But it's a bunch of baloney. How do I know? Because I went through this too. Right. I went through it too. And I realized this is not the way it needs to be. Like, if I could practice the law and I could build a business at the exact same time and I could do it in a way that didn't feel stressful, then you or anybody else who is out there lawyering can work within their practice and make it work. Like if even if they're not building anything on top of it or if you have your own practice, you can build your practice and you can practice the law inside of your own practice. Like it is doable. You can do it, but it takes getting out of this worrying and into strategic thinking. You've probably been doing this for a really long time and you're used to pushing through it and it works to a certain extent. If you use a deadline, you can really like push yourself late at night, but it feels horrible. It's like banging your head against a brick wall and it drains our energetic battery faster than problem solving does. That's why it leads to burnout. That's how I burned out at the office and I needed to recalibrate myself and see what was going on. That's when I was getting coaching. It's like, oh, this is what's happening. So that's how I almost didn't get my business off the ground because I spent so much time in worry that my brain couldn't problem solve to grow it. 
I worried about whether I could do it or worried about what other people would think about me. I worried about what would happen if I failed. I worried about whether I was making the right decision. And when I learned how to get into problem solving mode, even if I felt worry at first, moving forward felt easier. And it's not like you have to completely eradicate worry from your life to be successful at problem solving. Yes, I had fear. I still have fears, but I don't let it control my brain and worry and stay under the covers anymore. Instead, I move into problem solving mode by addressing the fear. This brings us to step two, how to address worrying. So when you first start doing this, it feels clunky because you're not used to it. And you may be one of the people who practices this practice that I'm about to share with you comes really easily to, and you can immediately do it. I was not one of those people. It took me noticing over and over and over again when I was worrying and then addressing it and keep addressing it and keep addressing it and keep addressing it until I really got it until I really understood, oh, this is just what my brain does sometimes and it's okay. And there's nothing wrong with me. I just am, that's my brain's just braining. It's just thinking thoughts and that's okay. So here's what this process looked for me. It may look a little different for you, but chances are, if you've been listening to these episodes, we probably have a lot in common with how our brains work. And that's why I talk to lawyers. That's why I work with lawyers. So this is what it looked like for me. So first, I just started noticing what worry felt like in my body. And then I would beat the crap out of myself for not getting to work. (laughs) And then I would feel paralyzed and I'd put off my work doing everything under the sun to avoid it, worrying the whole time. And then I would use a deadline to push me to do something late into the night or early in the morning. So I did this part a lot. (laughs) And then I did this next thing and it changed everything for me. So I'd notice I'm feeling worry in my body. And then I would tell myself it's okay that everything was going to be okay. And I would focus my brain on what was working in my life. And I would tell myself that no matter what, I will figure this out. Everything's always okay. I will figure this out. Then I would take a deep breath and I would take a tiny step towards whatever it was that needed to get done that day. Maybe I did an outline of a brief, or maybe I would just write a list of the things that I wanted to get done today, right? Or I would do a calendar. You know, I would do something that was going to move the needle towards whatever my goal was that day. I did that for a while. Okay, now I do this. Now I notice that I feel worry in my body. And I tell myself, girl, it's time to get moving. Let's go, my friend. And I start taking action, even in the tiniest way. You can do this by asking yourself, what's one tiny thing I can do right now to get going on the project or figuring something out? And even if I still feel worry in my body, I can remind myself it's not a problem. I can do this and the feeling's going to leave my body soon enough. And the fact that I notice it and I'm kind to myself are what gets me out of worry and into problem solving mode. So if you notice what I just went through, it was a progression. So you start with one and you just got to keep keep doing it, right? Be kind to yourself was the big, the big stepping, the big turning point for me was being kind to myself. And it sounds silly, right? And and I always say that in these episodes. It's like, it sounds silly because shouldn't we just be working harder? Like that should be the answer. Well, if you've been working harder, you hit a breaking point. You can only work so hard, my friend. And the reason that we hit that breaking point is because we are killing ourselves by being mean to ourselves. 
Now, I'm all for hard work. I'm a hard worker, but I am now kind to myself, which allows me to be more productive in the sense that I'm doing actions that move the needle in my practice. And when I do that, I help more people. When you do that, you help more people. You're able to expand your practice because now you've increased your capacity to help those people. If you are stressing out and you are worrying all the time, you're limiting your capacity to help people. And I'll hear lawyers come to me and they're working like crazy 2100, 2300 hour weeks. And you can do that. I mean, that is definitely something you can do if you want to do that. But I am 100% certain that you are not being 100% honest with what it is you want. And you can't be honest with what you want until you stop worrying about what other people think, about how many hours you're billing, about um, where you're going in your life, about what it takes to be successful, about what it looks like to be successful. And it's because your brain is in constant worry mode. You're not able to strategically think about your next move. So I am going to share with you that you're going to know you're in problem-solving mode by really checking in with yourself. And most of you are in work mode, which is fine, but you're overworking, right? If you are in worry, you are most definitely overworking. So you're going to know you're in problem-solving mode because you're going to notice a few key things. One, you're going to feel curious. You're not going to feel stressed. You're not going to feel anxious. You're not going to feel overwhelmed. You're not going to feel any of that. You're going to feel curious. You're going to feel interested. It's going to feel like you're solving a puzzle, right? It's going to feel rich, right? Rich and fulfilling. It's going to feel like you are doing something productive. (laughs) And you're going to really, like, if you're a problem solver, which you probably are, you you know, you're in the legal profession. So that's your job. You are going to really enjoy this part of your profession is, is in this problem solving. But if you're in the worry and the anxiety of it, you're not in the problem solving. You're in the, you're in the worrying of it. So the next, one of the things you're going to notice is that if you're problem solving, you're going to notice how you feel right? You're going to be checking in with yourself and you're going to know that those feelings don't mean anything about you, right? They have nothing to do with your ability to figure things out. You might have a thought that tells you like, I don't know what I'm doing. And you immediately say, yeah, but I know enough. Like I'll figure this out. I'm really smart. You're going to focus on what's going really well. And you're going to ask yourself how you can improve on it, right? So when I talk about evaluating. You're not judging yourself for not doing something. You're not judging yourself for not working harder. You're asking yourself, okay, so what's going on here? How is it that I am not hitting my hours? How is it that I am, you know, not, um, I'm not eating healthy, you know, like that's one, one example, right? It's like, oh, how is it I'm not eating healthy? And you tell yourself, I just don't have time to, you say, well, if I, if you're in problem solving mode, you're going to say, okay, well, if I don't have time, well, I'm getting food somehow. Where's that food coming from? Oh, I'm going grocery shopping. I'm using Instacart. So how can I use that time more effectively so that I can get healthier foods into my body? Oh, okay. So I can just 
order ready prepped meals. I can, you know, ask one of the people in my household to prep. I can purchase really healthy foods and stop purchasing crappy foods. Like just notice when you're in problem solving mode, you aren't thinking about the problem. You're focused on solving the problem. You focus on what's going well, what's what's happening well so far, and then you ask yourself, how do I improve on this? You refocus your brain over and over again. Now, our brain needs a supervisor. So when you're in problem-solving mode, you are the supervisor. You are the adult in the room, okay? Think about the um, the worrying as coming from the child, right? The child in our in our brain, the primal area of our brain that is going to worry. And you're coming in as the adult, the person who's the supervisor, the one in authority, and you're like, hey, it's okay. You don't have to hide under the covers, right? You take that responsibility and you refocus yourself and you do that by being kind to yourself and gently redirecting your focus. And I'm going to stress this because every single lawyer that I've worked with to some extent is beating themselves up for not working harder, for not doing more. And it's not that they're not doing, right? They're really good at doing what they haven't yet learned, right? And what they do learn is how to take authority and say, look, in a loving way, you are able to do this. You are capable and we're going to do this. We're going to get out of bed and we're just going to move forward one step at a time. And you'll know you're in problem solving mode when you take actions that are moving the needle in your practice towards your goals and you're not taking quote unquote easy action that gives you that quick dopamine hit that feels productive, but is not really moving you towards completing the most important tasks. And you know what they are. Okay. I know that lawyers, they ask me like, how do you prioritize? And I'm like, you know how to prioritize right? What is the most important thing that you need to get done today? You know what it is. You're telling yourself that you don't. And instead you're worrying that you're not choosing the right thing to do. You know how to prioritize. What is in order of what is due, right? The the only thing that's missing here, the reason you can't prioritize if that resonates with you is because you're in worry and not in problem solving mode probably beating yourself up a lot for not working harder. And instead, you're not in problem-solving mode where you're thinking about, okay, what are the due dates? Uh, What are my promises to clients? And if I've made promises to clients that aren't going to get done because I have court due dates on these other items, I need to ask my assistant to, you know, let those clients know um, to expect to hear from me by another date on these particular matters. So, This is something that is very simple, but is only simple when you get out of worry and you come into problem-solving mode. All right, so here's a quick wrap-up of the key takeaways for today. So first, worry is not thinking. It's overthinking. It's ruminating. It's not going to help you create the life you want. It's just going to feel terrible and keep giving you more of the same life. Second, if you want something different in your life, you need to move out of worry and into problem solving, which is strategic thinking. You don't need to completely stop working or worrying to get things done. No, it's not helpful to worry, but you don't 
beat up on yourself if you're worrying. You let yourself know everything's going to be okay. It's always been okay. It always will be okay. And you will figure things out. You can remind yourself of what you do know and what is working to get your brain in a more productive mode. And finally, gently take authority over your brain and take a small step towards what will help move the needle on the project that you're avoiding. It could be you outline the next steps or set up a meeting or ask for help. Remind yourself, even if you're still feeling worry, that you can do this. And if you want coaching to help you get out of worry mode and start getting into problem solving mode, then I want you to book a strategy session with me. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session to book a time that works for you. All right, my friend, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Go out and enjoy it and connect with yourself. Reconnect with that part of you that is naturally a problem solver and you are going to be able to do anything that you set your mind to. All right, my friend, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.